Hello everybody, thank you for coming back to another episode of Don't Mind Me. Um, today I have a returning guest and one of my favorite people to be around because he brings out the creative side that I have. He's always enthusiastic about ideas and projects and whatnot. Um, Brayden McManus. Yeah, I'm honestly probably the best person you'll ever meet in your life, just to be honest with you, but thanks for having me again. I always love making podcasts, it's the best thing to do, but anyway... You should have kept your podcast, bro. Yeah, I know. I was trying to get Caden to do it again, but he said he would, but then I left, so <laughs> we're going to have to do it a different time. But uh, we're gonna. I think we're going to start off with my story from work the other day. Yeah, let's start off with that. To give you some background, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to rename some people. Okay, so there's girl one, we'll call her Ava. Because you're not going to need to hear her, her name. Anyway, her dad. So I'm just going to refer to it as like Ava's dad or something. Whatever, I don't care. Anyway, so I'm at work. And it's important to know that Ava's dad comes in every day. Because Ava is my boss. Okay. Okay, she's not the big boss, but she is... She's your boss. The floor boss. The floor manager. Word. When I work. So she's not the big boss, but, you know, she's there. My boss. Anyway, so he comes in every day, you know, to pick her up from work because she doesn't drive. So he comes in, they get groceries, and they do all, all the stuff they need to do, and they're leaving. Okay, he, he comes through the line with my buddy. His name is Brian. That's his real name. We're sitting there, and he's working the register. I don't work register. I work stock, but it was five minutes before close. So there was no reason for me to be doing anything other than standing up at the register because I just wanted to leave. Thanks. So he comes through the line, Ava's dad, and puts a, like, pudding cup or something. He was just getting one thing, like pudding. He sits it on the register, and I made a joke, like, before, before I tell you like what all went down, I wanted to say, this guy's come in multiple times and I've talked to him before, and he's mentioned that he takes like Taekwondo, or he took Taekwondo like way before, he's like 60 or something, but he took Taekwondo. So I walk out, I, when I first met him, I walked out and this guy goes, who the hell does this guy think he is? And I was like, bro, don't even. He goes, dude, I took Taekwondo, don't mess with me. And that was the end of the conversation. So every time I see him, I joke with him. But this time, it was five minutes till close, he comes through with his pudding cup. And I made a joke about him buying it so late. I said, you're lucky you're able to buy that this late. But he didn't let me get all the way to the end of the sentence. I got to, you're lucky. And he slams that pudding cup on the freaking, the belt of the register, dude. He walks around and Excuse my language, man, but he, he walks around and he's like, You got a fucking problem? He's <laughs> like, You want to fucking go? Let's go outside. And then I'm like, Bro, I don't got a problem with you. And he goes, He gets in my face, bro. If he would have puckered his lips, he would have kissed me. I'm not even joking. And I would have done something if it weren't for the fact that I would have lost my job. But he gets in my face and he's screaming at me. He's like, You got a fucking problem? I'll rip your fucking head off your shoulders. And I'm like, Dude, just back up, bro. Like, I don't have a problem with you. And then he starts walking out the door. I ended up talking to my boss about it, and she said that if I would have, like, done something to antagonize it, I could have still been penalized. So I was just trying to save my job. If it 
had it been off the clock, something would have happened. But he comes up, and as soon as I'm like, dude, I don't have a freaking problem. Just don't even worry about it, bro. He's still going on, bro. His face is red. He's screaming. I can feel his saliva smack in my face, dude. He turns around, and he starts walking out the door. And then he looks back at me, and he goes, let's go. Let's fucking go. And I was like, bro, I'm actually not off the clock yet, so you're going to have to wait. And then he just walked out the door. But I wanted to make a snarky remark to him because I wanted him to know that I'm not scared of him. I'm just not allowed to do anything because I don't want to be penalized, you know? Yeah. Because now that I'm 18, not only if I start it, am I going to be facing legal problems. Verifiable fact by yours truly. But on top of that, I'm going to have to deal with losing my job, which I don't want to do. So I, I just looked at him. I was like, bro, I'm not off the clock yet. And then he walked out. That was... That was the whole story, dude, but it was crazy. I, I swear to God, I, I told him afterwards, uh, I didn't tell him, but his daughter, the, my boss, she was holding the door, and as I'm walking out, I looked at her, and I was like, you better tell your fucking dad never to get in my face like that again, and then I told my boss, I t- when I texted her, I was like, you're going to have to deal with this because I'm not, like, I'm not talking to that guy again, I'm not talking to her again, it's like, you better deal with this. Because I swear to God, that guy gets in my face again, I'm fucking killing him. <laughs> That's why I told her. And then she's like, I'll take care of it. Just don't worry about it. I'll let you know what happens. And I was like, okay. And then I haven't heard anything else about it. But I mean, come on. Let's go outside or some famous last words. <laughs> Bro, I was about to... Dude. That's just what I... That's fucking... That was a beautiful, beautiful story to start with. That really... Yeah. I can just... Man... I hate elderly people for that reason, man. They they don't fucking respect anybody younger than them. No, I was excited to tell you because of your story. <laughs> they, they want you to fucking... I mean, as soon as you see them, it's like you want to have to bow to them. Or am I going to get on my knees for them or yeah, something? Yeah, for like, real. Like, he ain't that special. I don't know. I feel like respect's a two-way street. and Until you show me at least some minor form of respect, then I'm not going to show you nothing. And it's the thing that he... Since I met the dude, since I made eye contact with him, he started talking smack about... Taekwondo, bro. So I was just joking with him back, bro. Like, you're lucky. Listen here, motherfucker. I'd be, I'd be some shit. I'd be pissed. Dude, he was serious too, bro. Like my friend Brian, he was sitting there, and when the dude walks out of the building, Brian looks at me and he goes, "Bro, was he being serious?" <laughs> and I was like, "I think so," but you just fucking stood there. <laughs> Man's getting in my face, and you're not even saying anything about it. Bro, remember that time at Menards? Tony. <laughs> Goddamn Tony. Oh, Fuck I you, Tony. Tony. I don't know if I still have that video. We're gonna have to watch it after this if I still have it. Dude, Tony. I wanna beautiful I'm gonna, specimen. I wanna give you guys a rundown. Uh me and Brayden were doing a content swap and I, I told him that, you know, hey if you wanna come hop on my podcast, I'll be in one of your YouTube videos. Rip to his channel, by the way. Yeah, for real. Um I'm gonna start a new one though. You should. Uh, but we went to Menards to like fuck around, kill time, find an idea or something, and we was rolling some camera a little bit. Um, and this this worker dude, he was on one of them. What are those things called, bro? It's not. It a, a, it's not a. Fork it wasn't lift. a forklift, but it was something else. Like it was like a floor cleaner or something for real. Something you had to get harnessed into. I know that. Much. Yeah, you had to be harnessed into it. Um, and he was wearing the. I vividly remember his red. What was it? Ohio State face mask. Yeah. Uh, like, usually, I'm just going to be honest with you. I'm stupid most of the time. Like, 
in 90 99% of the situations I'm in I'm just acting like a complete and utter idiot you know I do some stupid stuff I act pretty stupid I get on people's nerves nobody gets mad at me until I'm being serious <laughs> so we we didn't even do anything to the guy we asked him a question I remember that we asked him a question and then he just like went off no dude you told him to have a good day oh yeah I you told said, him to have a good day. And we he goes, walked past him. He go, Braden goes, have a good day, man. And he goes, I'm not the fucking one. That shit was funny, bro. Yeah, and then we passed him again right after that. And he goes, you think this job's more important than me whooping your ass? You're wrong. That shit was funny, bro. At the time, I was like, I think I... You were 17. You were under eight. It was funny because people only get mad at me when I'm being serious. Like, when I'm being genuine... Bro really yelled at him for telling him to have a good day. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. Like, I I can go into a store and play basketball, like Walmart. Do it all the time. Every single time I'm in Walmart, I'm shooting balls. I'm passing football. I'm doing stupid stuff every single time I'm in there. Never get yelled at. But the moment I look at someone and say, have a good day, man, it's over, bro. <laughs> that's all she fucking wrote. So, I'm just going to hop right into this episode with, uh, if, if you have, I don't know you have any of these but most people have a habit at least one and today uh we, i'd like to talk about a habit that we should probably quit and why bro i don't know i have a lot of habits that aren't good um i like to pop my fingers i know it's not like anything negative to your health i just do it like every five minutes actually uh, it's less than that it's like every minute i'm trying to pop them for reference, uh, Brayden is a sober man. He's no nicotine. Yeah. No um, alcohol. We, he doesn't really get in much trouble. So he probably doesn't have that many bad habits necessarily. Yeah, not like bad habits, but I don't know. I have a... I can't really tell you, dude, because like, I don't know. When I get in bad moods, I'll get in my car and I'll just floor it. I mean, that's not a good habit. No, that's not I almost a good crashed habit. like twice doing that, but... That's not good at all. Not like floor it, like going like a hundred, but I just be like, one time I was pissed off because I ordered flowers for my girlfriend at the time, and it was raining, and the road she lives on is like gravel, it's like a back road, so she's not home. I ordered the flowers, they told me they'd be there by the time she got home, so that, because I was hoping that she would come home, see them on her porch, and then, so, I go What over, a romantic. I go over to check, and they're not there. Like, I was already in a bad mood this day. Like, I was already, like, mad about something. But this, uh, this flower shop had already pushed my buttons a lot. Because it was really frustrating me. How, like, oh, well, we're going to have to do this later. Oh, well, we're going to have to switch this. We're going to have to switch that. And I'm like, bro, just get the flowers delivered. Hop in your car. And take the flowers and put them on her porch. That's all I'm asking you to do. How hard is that? Like, I don't care if it's raining. I don't care if this or that. Just take the flowers, put them on her porch. If you want me to do it, I'll come get the flowers myself and put them on her porch. And so they're like, okay, fine. We're going to go take them there. So, like, an hour later, I'm at my buddy Carson's house. And I drive down to her house. She's not there. And I check. Guess what? To my surprise, no flowers. So, dude, I'm already... Like, Were I'm, you really surprised, though? No. So, I'm, like, absolutely pissed. So, I back up, throw that thing into reverse, dude. 
I floor it all the way like down that road until the first turn and the turn came way before I, was, I thought it did so it was a pretty sharp turn before I was anticipating there to be a sharp turn well when I went to hit my brakes to slow down I went to turn my whole car spun around I almost hit a freaking telephone pole I almost wrapped my car around a telephone pole Damn. on my side if I swear to God I stuck my hand out the window and I touched the telephone pole. That's how close I was to it. I, I sat there and I was like, I just almost lost my life right there. Yeah. But other than that, that kind of thing. All right. So we found one of them. Okay. I don't do like, you know, I don't party. No, nah, dude. Kudos to you. Living a clean life. So. That's really hard to do, and you're a powerful man for that. A bad habit, getting attached to people you don't even be attached to, letting people get attached to you. That's a bad habit, I would say. That is a bad habit. I always let everybody in, dude. Like, even if I don't think that I like you at all, I'll just be like, yeah, bro, let's do something. And then all of a sudden, even if you're a bad person, like, I'll just, I'll continue to hang out with you and mess with you. But even if I know at the end something stupid's going to happen, and then I'm just like, well, that was dumb of me. <laughs> but I can't help it. It just happens. It does happen. Um, I was thinking I probably should quit nicotine or weed because has taken the challenge of quitting vaping, quitting his views. He went from a 5.0 pod to a 2.4, and uh, he said he feels a lot better even after just the short duration of what he quit. And, I mean, it hasn't really been too awfully long, um, but I kind of like the way he, that he describes how he feels uh, better and I feel like maybe it's time for me to try to put the nicotine down too but it's such a hard thing to get rid of at the same time not only because of the withdrawal symptoms but also like what it does to your nerves and help you calm down yeah. so it's it's difficult to quit that but I might I might well it's worth it's worth doing it for the vape because I have a friend, that same Brian guy that I was telling you about in that story where that I almost knocked off that 60-year-old guy. Uh, he used to vape all the time, and he almost, like, he was on the edge, bro. Like, he had to go to the hospital, and when he went to the hospital, the doctor that specializes in it, he specializes in, like, the lung problems that you get from, like, smoking cigarettes and stuff. He's been doing it for years. He told him, he said, bro, you might as well just smoke cigarettes. And he goes, why? And he's like, vapes are so new, bro, and there's so many other components in them, we don't know what it could do to you. Facts. It could potentially be 10 times worse, we don't really know. They're supposed to be safer, but he said he's seen more cases where people are worse off coming in after vaping than people who have smoked cigarettes, and he's been d dealing with people like that for years. So, <coughs> but I just think it's, if, if it were me, I think it'd be worth trying. Um, uh, I've been on the fence about it for, since Zach really mentioned it to me. I know a few other people that have done the same thing, uh, and at least attempting. But uh, on, the, on the wheat spectrum, you know, you don't really have a, a lot of withdrawal symptoms. Mm -hmm. I mean, sometimes when I don't smoke, I'm a little moody and I get a headache. But it's not like I'm scratching my neck like, fuck, I need my fucking, you know. But really, my, my issue 
with weed is uh, a couple of them actually. One, uh, I've smoked so much that it takes quite the amount to for me to feel anything. Um, and I, under- I understand why people say that it's a gateway drug because um, I'm trying to, I mean, I like to get high for real. That's just the bare bones of it. I like to get high. It makes me feel okay. I like the way it helps my depression and, and symptoms like that. Um, but I don't know, once you get to a point where you don't feel it like you used to, I understand why people would, you know, jump to cocaine or something. Um, I don't, that's not my thing. I, I never <clears throat> will dabble outside of weed. Um, I've tried a couple psychedelics like salvia and DMT, um, but that's it. That's, those are the only three quote-unquote substances that I have used. And weed also helps you, or it doesn't help you, but it stops you from dreaming. Like, yeah. You well, don't, if you don't get addicted to things, you don't have to worry about quitting things. Yeah, so. you're right. <laughs> Mr. fucking clean record over here. Uh, I wouldn't say clean record. <laughs> nah, weed, like, deteriorates how vivid you dream. Um, for example, since I've picked up on the heavier smoking, I've had literally no dream or one that was not something that I could remember. Um, and I know it's not common for you to remember your dreams, but, I mean, you know that you dreamed last night, right? Yeah. Exactly. I did not. I don't Dude, I don't think I've ever genuinely not had a dream. Like, there's all kinds of times that I'll wake up and I just don't remember my dream, but I know I had one. Right. Well, like, I couldn't even tell you one aspect of it, but I know it happened. I don't know. Here's how you... Here's how I would explain it. So, when you dream... And then, like, if you're woken up abruptly, it takes you a minute to transition from the dream world you were just experiencing in your subconscious state to the world that you had to experience in your conscious state. Um, and for me, like like you said, w- that point where you don't remember but you know you had a dream is because you're in the middle of that transition where it's like, what the fuck just happened and what the fuck is going on? Um, but you know something just happened and you know something's about to go on, right? So... I guess my point is, when I woke up this morning, I woke up like that, ready to go. I didn't. I didn't have to transition. I didn't. I wasn't like groggy or anything. I just know that there was a blank space in behind in my mental last night. There's I, no way you wake up like that, like every morning. Though. Every morning, bro. Dude, that's not. I can. I can wake up at this. Like, if you, you could be in the next room on the complete other side of the room and whispering my name and I'm my eyes are open I'm sitting up and I'm like yeah what's up immediately dude that sounds so boring though. it is like bro. sleep sleep is like sleep is so cool because it's like you get to experience a different world yeah. while your body and one is that's not as torturous as the one that you actually live in unless you have a nightmare unless you have a nightmare yeah but I never have a nightmare I really want to learn how to be uh, a lucid dreamer but I can't do that as a smoker because I don't dream. It's true. I don't. I don't know. People that don't smoke probably won't understand that I can't. Like I don't dream, but people that do know. They do know. Yeah, I would agree with that. I wouldn't know, but I feel like if you know, you know. If you don't, you don't. Shoot. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't like the dream. I mean, I like the dream, but I don't like the dream at the same time. Um, 
I feel like dreaming is super dope. Like, really. I mean, it's fun because, like, it's like an escape from everything you're doing. But then again, you're like, I don't know. Because one question of, I think Billie Eilish is what made me think about this, is, like, where do you go when you sleep? Yeah. Like, what's going on, bro? Like, you fall asleep, and it feels like five seconds, and then it's eight hours later. What just happened there? I think, uh, I mean, have you ever been knocked out before? Have you ever passed out before? I've passed out before. I've never been knocked out. How'd you feel when you passed out? No, I woke up. I asked how you felt. That's how not I a, felt? That's not a yes or no yeah, question. Yeah, well, I was... I was <laughs> no. Well, I'm just saying, like, when I... I remember waking up, and I was like, what just happened right there? I was at the, I think I was, like, at the doctor's office or something, but I woke up, I'm like, what the freak? And I remember it was, like, black. Felt like I took a short nap. I woke up, and everyone's like... You what good, are you, bro? What are you talking about? You literally just closed your eyes. I'm like, did I? Because <laughs> apparently it was only like ten seconds, but I thought it. I thought I just took a whole nap, bro. <laughs> Where am I? I woke up. I was like, what the freak? No, dude. I I, th- I think when it comes to that question, like, where do you go? Nowhere, dog. You you right there. But... Yeah, but what if it's like a question about your mental state? Where you go in your mental state? I'd imagine... Okay. Sleep? You know what? I'm looking it up. Probably go to sleep, honestly. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look it up. I want to know what happens in your brain when you're just like, yeah, I'm gonna close my eyes, and then your brain's like, sight. It's eight hours later, now wake up. Or you're just like, I'm just gonna close my eyes because I feel like I have to close my eyes, and then you go into this whole alternate reality, step through a portal. All right. <clears throat> I have a theory. Already? Yeah. I think that when, like, you dream, like, where do you go? Bro, you don't go nowhere. It's just the parts of your brain that didn't really get to do much today doing their part, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, uh, for example, when you go to work, how creative are you? How, How often do you show creativity at work? Honestly, I just talk to myself the whole time in my head. Not so not creative at all. Exactly, but you know, like you still have to use all that creativity. Occasionally, I'll juggle things. But I think dreams are created. Like you don't go anywhere, but they're created by the imagination that you have and the fact that okay, so you took in this information today, and then you also have the creative aspect of um, what you would like to have happened in a situation, what could have happened in a situation what the most outlandish things to happen on the planet was, and you know how your imagination works, it's just a rabbit hole through the tunneling system. Um, but I think all that kind of blends into one and it just mashes all of it together. And maybe that's how a dream's created is because, you know, all of it blended together. I mean, the memory from today, like yeah. the memory you have from going to work combined with what could have happened while you were there. And then let's say you were like, you know, fucking, I don't even know, just zoned out and you're thinking of 19 fucking 30 or something. And then you'd imagine yourself at work at 1930, and then that's how your dream happens. You're at work in 1930 or something like that. You want to know what I think it is? Yeah. So, like, I, I think dreams, like, mean things, you know? Like, 
my grandma thinks that dreams mean something on a spiritual level, like God's trying to talk to her. I'm not necessarily that hardcore on it, but I think that when you when you're sleeping, like you said, it's the other part of your brain functioning. I don't know if that's true. I'm not a neuroscientist or anything, but I don't think either of us are. I tried to look it up, and I've seen multiple places that nobody really knows. But then I've seen it mixed, so I'm just this is my guess on it. I would assume that when you're sleeping, it's your subconscious mind, like the part of your mind that you don't really access because it's just back there, stuff you don't necessarily remember and stuff that you don't necessarily think about, emotions you don't necessarily feel or don't necessarily know that you have, just coming out in the form of a dream. Yeah, I like that theory. Like too. feelings that you don't know that you're feeling or don't know that you have, but you definitely have Or them. maybe they were subdued by a greater, more overwhelming yeah. feeling. So it's like in the background. So in your dream, it just comes out and it's like, hey, bro, look, I'm here too. You know? Like Facts. everything in a dream would mean something. Like, for example, I don't know what it would mean being stuck underwater, but I would assume that being stuck underwater in a dream, even if you went to sleep happy, if you wake, if you go to sleep and you're in a dream and you can't breathe, maybe that means that you feel trapped in your life or something, right. which might be true, but you're not really thinking about it during the day. Right. But it may be there. I don't know. That's what I think it is. I do like that. I've thought about that before. Like I've had a like before I stopped dreaming. I remember looking up stuff about dreams, you know, because I was curious about what the fuck it actually is, how it works, and whatever that is. Dude, they're surprisingly accurate sometimes. That Dude, you'd be... I mean, everybody's probably experienced it a time in your life when you had some sort of dream and then it happened uh, literally perfect according to detail in your dream in real life. I mean, that's just crazy. Yeah. If you've ever had a dream that you feel like means something, look it up, dude. It's always going to be accurate every single time. That's what I'm saying. It has to be. It has to be the subconscious brain telling you what's going on. Because sleeping's kind of cool, though. Uh, I'm gonna flip the script. I want to ask you this question: Where do you feel the happiest? Like where? Where geographically or mentally? It's important to make that distinction. Um, I don't know. Just whenever you're at your like most happy. Like, so, everything just feels like, there's like you can sit down and be good for a minute. So there's like three different aspects I would break it down into. There's geographical location. I would say I'm happiest geographically when I'm at my house, you know, with my family. Environmental, I'd say I'm happiest when I'm with my friends, messing around, having fun, going to Walmart, getting in fights with little people, and all that kind of stuff. And then like mentally it's hard to say I'm a generally happy person I just when I get to thinking is when things start going downhill but I don't know happiest I guess I feel happiest when I'm being myself mentally hell yeah like when I can unlock the confident side of myself where I'm just like yeah I don't care anymore I'm just gonna do what I wanna do that makes me happy because learning how to learning how to live with my personality and learning how to like not care what other people think I don't know I just feel like that unlocks a different level of happiness for sure for sure um I feel happiest I, it doesn't matter the location um as long as I'm in the presence 
of the people I care about. Um, like, here with you, ecstatic. Or, it's like we could be literally stranded in Kentucky, but as long as I got a couple homies that I really, really care about with me, I'm always going to be happy. We always find a way to turn any dull situation into a light one. We're always in halfway decent, uh, halfway good moods. You know, there's not really too much conflict between friends or much in my life. So when I, I feel most calm and most happy when I'm in the presence of those I care about. That makes sense. For sure, for sure. Um, I think we're just going to go straight to this. That's okay with you. Oh, you want to go to the creativity. Create, what the freak? The creativity. <laughs> creativity. You want to go straight to the creativity side. Okay. Yeah. I have a little section at the bottom of my paper here that says, uh, now for some creativity. We got asked questions that were pretty creative, so. Um, I got a question for you, Brayden. If I own a piece of land, do I own it, like, just yes. just on the surface? Or do I own it all the way down to the core of the earth? Like, you, through the through the layers? You own at least the crust. At least the crust? Here's why I say this. If you purchase land, so, like, let's say the land that we're standing on right now is yours. Right. And all of a sudden... You find oil underneath your ground. Underneath, underneath. Yeah. So, what the government would do it would be like, "Hey, bro, I want that oil. They pay me. I will for it. buy that oil from you. I will buy your land, or I will pay you to give me the oil. Right. You know, if that was their land and not yours, they would just be like, get the freak out of here. We're taking this because it's ours. Right. So it has to be yours because if not, then." They wouldn't be like... Well, see, dude, I don't know, but I don't have dibs on that oil. They're just paying me for the ability to get there via my yard. Yeah. But what you could do, you can do a lot of different things. Like, if you had oil, you could, I mean, honestly, what you could do... What you could could do is you could sell it. You, You could sell your land for a lot of money because of the oil. Or you could, like, dig it up yourself, which would be a lot of money but you'd get a lot of money so it's fine so it's fine you could sell it or you could have somebody pay you to get get it in certain amounts so like we're not talking about we're not talking about how to how to go about the oil we're talking about if it if it's mine or not the oil yeah it'd be yours so i own that piece of like if i own this plot of land that the building's on if i owned it i would own it to the core of the earth yeah if you were legally allowed in this town to dig, right, you would not, there would be no reason for them to get mad at you for digging as deep down as you could. Because it's your land. Why would they get mad about that? Honestly, that's a valid point. I, I like that answer. I'll rock with it. You do own it to the core of the earth. Because imagine, imagine you get like, what, six feet under and then... You hear. They're like, what's up? They're like, hey, bro, you've reached your limit. It's not your property anymore. You you've, dug too, you've dug too far, man. That's my property now. Um, I think I only got one more question, and I honestly don't know if it even has an answer for real. Um, but I was really I was really thinking about this the other day because the my girlfriend has a speeding problem, you know? She has 
an issue with going very fast and we have to pay very many tickets. Um, <coughs> why do they make cars able to go faster than, you know, the fastest legal limit? You know what's crazy? They have, like, okay, so I'm just not remembering this. Cars have, like, governors on them. So, your car registers for, like, 160, but... It goes faster. But the computer makes it top out at, like, 90. It, it, like, you won't be able to go faster than, like, whatever the computer in your car is set for. Right. So, like, even though it on the speedometer says 160, you might only be able to reach, like, 140 in reality. But then again... The speed limit's like 55, so yeah. why are you going 140? Yeah, why do we need to even get to 140 if, yeah. like, the, I'm pretty sure, like, the highest speed limit posted in Ohio is probably, like, 70. Yeah, 70, 75. So why would it, why would you be able to go more than that? I mean, I understand for, like, sport, like, NASCAR, like... Dude, just buy a NASCAR just car. Just buy a NASCAR car, or, like, dirt track racing. You don't go faster than... Would you say buy a NASCAR car, or would you say buy a NASCAR well, NASCAR is the... Because NASCAR is like the type of car, but you already said car, so it's like... NASCAR. No, NASCAR is not the type of car. NASCAR is the, the racing brand. It's the, it's the company of Yeah, I know, races. but it's like... It's not the car itself. NASCAR. It'd just be a, it'd be a NASCAR race car. So you're saying buy a NASCAR car? Yeah. That's the correct way to say that? I, I would assume. Like, buy a car for NASCAR. Buy a NASCAR car? Yeah. Or would you say buy a NASCAR but the car itself isn't NASCAR yeah but you would uh, but then you would say buy a NASCAR car which would be implying that NASCAR is the type of car because you're saying buy the NASCAR car no which would be the type no I'm saying look if you say I'm gonna buy a NASCAR right right, I'm not gonna think you'd be thinking you automatically would think okay he's gonna go buy a fast car that's for racing but then if you say buy a NASCAR car it implies that you're buying, well, it implies basically the same thing, but it would imply that you're buying the brand NASCAR car. I think the way you're saying it is buying a brand. Okay, we'll let the say, audience decide. If I say, if I look at you and I say, what, name something, like a Crescent wrench. Crescent is the brand, okay? Yeah. That's not the type of wrench. So if you say, if I say go buy a Crescent wrench, you're going to know that I'm saying go buy a crescent wrench or what type of wrench I want you to buy I heard you say crescent wrench but technically I would be speaking about the certain brand of wrench even though you know what I'm trying to say is this not not a crescent wrench apparently not what what do you mean it's the same type of wrench though yeah but it's not the brand so if you said go buy a crescent wrench and I came back with a craftsman wrench you'd you'd be angry that's what I'm saying if you dig into like the way that the wording is, I would be I would have to be angry because I said go buy a crescent wrench and you brought a craftsman wrench back. You know? So if you say go buy a NASCAR and you come back with something that's not See, yeah, a NASCAR, but when I type when I type in NASCAR on the internet it shows me the company NASCAR, not a car for racing. Yeah, but we all know what like a NASCAR looks like. Yeah, but just like you said. See, and I just said we all know what a NASCAR looks like, not NASCAR car looks like. Just like you said, though. 
You told me to come back with a crescent wrench. I came back with a craftsman wrench, bro. It's the company. NASCAR's the company. So yes. I have to go get a NASCAR. But that's my point. Car. Though, is that my point? Is that the the company NASCAR didn't make the car? Usually, like Ford but, makes okay. the cars. But this is what I'm saying. So like, my wording in the first sentence was, "Go get me a craftsman or go get me a crescent wrench." The way that's worded is me specifically telling you to get the type of the brand of wrench. Yeah. Okay. But you didn't say what type. So of if I thing. say go get me a NASCAR car, wouldn't that be the same thing as I'm saying NASCAR as the brand car? That, that's what I said, bro. I'm saying if you're going to go shopping for a car to race in for that for NASCAR, yeah, but you're gonna you just say goodbye NASCAR because you, you still can't, know what I'm bro. Because NASCAR's the company. Bro, NASCAR doesn't make cars, though. That's what I'm saying. That's why you can't say NASCAR. You have to yeah, say NASCAR you can't say car. NASCAR car either. Yes, you can, saying, bro. If you're saying, if you're saying no, I want to go buy a NASCAR car. In the terms of NASCAR, they don't produce anything other than entertainment. They don't produce any material item. So to say go get the NASCAR would have to be a car produced by NASCAR. But a car for NASCAR that was not produced like Ford produces my car that I bought and I fixed up. I, I enroll it in the NASCAR company's races, right? I would then have to buy a car for NASCAR because NASCAR is not what made my car. Yeah, but why would you say go get me a NASCAR car? Because then you're just being like... Cause, because that's cause, technically how you're supposed to say it. Then you're using That's it why I because said it. Because it's technical. Because then you're not using it the same way. Because if you say, go get me a NASCAR car, you're using it as the type of car. The type of car that races in NASCAR isn't called NASCAR. Dude, that's bad. You're just reiterating what I'm no, saying. I'm not. Yeah, no, I'm you not. are. No, I'm you saying, are. I'm saying, listen, if you say, go get me a NASCAR car, we both know that you're implying something that's going to be able to compete in NASCAR. We both know this. Exactly. Okay. okay. Think it, about what you just said real yes. quick. No, I know. I know. A but NASCAR listen, car. But a car... I, about to compete a, a in the car, NASCAR company. Yes. If you say, go get me a NASCAR car, I'm going to know that what you mean is that you want me to go buy a car that could compete in NASCAR. My point is that a NASCAR car isn't a thing. A NASCAR car would be something that was already... Like, a NASCAR car would be implying that it's already a thing. NASCAR. But because... No. You, because I... Because NASCAR isn't a type of car. So if you say, go get me a NASCAR car... I wouldn't be able to know what type of car you want. Okay, but it's, it's not. It's common knowledge that NASCAR does not produce cars. Yes, it's also common. It's knowledge. also common knowledge that Crescent produces wrenches. So if you say go get me a Crescent wrench, you are being specific about what wrench you want from what company. But if I say go get me a NASCAR knowledge. car, I'm not saying go find me a car that NASCAR produced. I'm clearly saying go find me a car that competes. Yeah, but so the. Reality. I'm keeping this debate in there, by the way. I mean, that's fine. But so then Crescent Wrench Wrench would also be technical if you're using it as a term if instead the, of a if brand. If the word Crescent had, if the company Crescent had the word wrench in there as a company. If it was the type of wrench, then it would be it would be correct. If Crescent if was called term, Crescent Wrench, correct. if Crescent was called Crescent Wrench, I'd call it a Crescent Wrench Wrench. But if it, since it's not, i just call it a Crescent Wrench. Yeah, but my point is that it's the term. Crescent Wrench is the term of type of wrench. Since it's a type, it has to be. There has to be a second wrench added onto it, so that way people know. Well, if I say go get me a crescent wrench, I, I mean I'm probably almost, I would probably rather have the crescent brand anyway. But I'm not going to be unhappy that you brought me a crescent. Because a lot of 
because Crescent probably makes a bunch of types of wrenches. So if you say, go get me a Crescent wrench, that's already incorrect to say anyway. Yeah, but at the same time, like, who the fuck cares about a wrench, bro? <laughs> bro, who the fuck cares about NASCAR? You know, I think that's a beautiful place to end it. We went through the list. I had some great conversations. Hashtag Team Braden on this debate. Uh, nah, for real, let the audience members let me know. Is it NASCAR car when talking about purchasing a car for NASCAR? Or are you guys just saying NASCAR? Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyway, thank you, everybody, for joining me on this episode, tuning in. I'm really happy with the outcome. Braden, you got any other final words for the audience? Yeah, bro, I'm always happy to be on the podcast, especially if we argue. I think that part would be actually interesting for it. Not that the other parts won't be, but this part. You just we should put a disclaimer at the beginning and be like, bro, if you wanna hear something interesting, make sure you stick till the end because the end is you know, very Yeah. Yeah. But thank you for listening if you made it this far. If you didn't and you skipped, fuck you. <laughs> because fuck isn't a cuss word, I don't care what you have to say. Uh Brayden, it was a pleasure to have you back on the show. Other than that, I'll see you guys in the next episode. Don't mind me.